Welcome to the Grace-Filled and Graceful Podcast, where we break free from feeling like we have to be in constant hustle mode in order to hit our success goals while growing our online businesses. I'm your host, Jennifer Emanuel, and I share bite-sized, actionable strategies, systems, and tips that allow you to focus on your God-given strengths and experience so that you can provide a great income for your family and all in a way that feels good to your soul. Let's start today's conversation. Let's get started officially. I'm Jen, and welcome to the Gracefield and Gracefield podcast. Excited to have you here. We are live over at the Gracefield and Gracefield Facebook group for episode 20. We're going to be talking today about pivoting. If you enjoy what you hear here, be sure that you are following podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on, uh, whether it be a follow or like or whatever it is. Uh, Give us a thumbs up. What would be really cool is if you liked it a lot, be sure that you comment and uh, kind of validate uh, validate how we bring stuff to you and um, with the idea that we want to help as many people across the world as possible. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, uh, know that you should listen again next week because each week I take a look at the different places all over the world that listen. And when there is a new place, I give you a special shout out. If you would like to hear your beautiful name on our podcast, all you need to do is go over to the Facebook group in the show notes, click on that, become a member of our Facebook group is free. And um, I get to actually shout you out by name. But yeah, every week at the end of the podcast, I uh, let let people know where people are. Um, I let the listeners know where you guys are, where everybody's calling in from, so to speak, listening from. And it's just really exciting to see that. Um, that your voice can be um, heard, appreciated, and um, even sought out all over the world. So I told you about that. And as always, we'll start today's podcast with some celebrations. I love to um, call out some celebrations for the week so that we have some great talking points, some happy talking points uh, to share with friends besides just things that are in the news. So I'm excited to get started. Here we go. All right, February 20th. I'm talking some highlights here. Uh, February 20th is comfy day. Okay, get to know me. No, I am all about comfy. The cozy is <laughs> is my delight. <laughs> if it includes warmth and comfort uh, and uh, maybe some good food or some good drinks or some good company, that is like the ultimate high for me is cozy. So uh, I don't know if there is a cozy day. Somebody should look that up. February 20th is comfy day. All right, the next one, February 21st, family day, family day. Of course, you can get that cozy feeling when you are with the the family. Um, And then we're going to wrap up with this one. February 22nd is humble day as we're growing our businesses and and really affecting more people's lives. The people we've been asked to serve, that spirit of humbleness is required because truly we are just a vessel, a vessel with talents and skills and gifts that are here to be the light and the salt. And I wrote down some notes today. Sometimes I look for some really helpful information to share on the podcast. And sometimes I just don't know, you know, there's a bazillion things I could talk about, but uh, I haven't felt really strongly about any one particular thing. And over the past week, um, one, another podcast creator 
reached out to me and she had said that she, um, in fact, I'll link her information below. Um, she had said that she and I have a lot in common in what we talk about and and uh, wanted to get some feedback on her podcast. And so I was listening to it very good. Let me get her name for you. Uh, her name is Melody Bishop, and she is the leader of the Abundant Mom Life podcast. So anyways, I was listening to the podcast on the way back from dropping the kids at school and she and her guest spoke about something I think really important on a couple of different levels. And that is the idea of pivoting. Chances are, if you are, well, even now, I was going to say if you were born in the 1980s or earlier, that you had the opportunity and pleasure to enjoy a TV show called Friends. However, it is made a a second go around. And uh, everybody at this point in life has probably seen the episode of Friends where Ross and Rachel are moving a couch. I believe it's up some stairs in a apartment. I don't know if it's a fire escape, but it's some stairs. And in order to get the couch where it needs to be, they have to work as a team. And I think Ross starts to coach loudly Rachel by telling her that she needs to move in a different direction in order to get to the goal. And it, uh, it may have it, it may have had to been just a little move. It may have had to be a big move, but regardless, he is screaming at her to pivot. And, uh, the hilarity ensues when it comes to him pronouncing it pivot, um, because she can't, she's not listening or she doesn't understand. (laughs) So, Everybody knows that word. Everybody has probably a fun correlation with it. The other thing when I was thinking about pivot this morning was when we learn to play basketball and team sports in school, we learn the rules of basketball. Of course, you cannot move without dribbling the ball or that's called traveling. Um, but you can move without dribbling if you are pivoting, which means you keep one foot on the ground and you just pivot around that spot. Now that's 365 degrees of movement. So you can move a lot while you pivot. And that's the other thing that I thought about, about pivoting. It's really all about changing direction for the advantage. So there's a goal. There's unlimited amount of ways to get there to the goal, but it would be an advantage to you on how you are going to get to the goal if you pivot. I know quite a few people, uh, there are quite a few people in my life who fly airplanes or fly in airplanes. uh, And uh, as far as like running the airplane, not just passengers, but, and I think I may have learned this in trigonometry, but the whole idea that an airplane takes off from point A and flies directly to point B is really not the case at all. Throughout the entire flight, the plane is pivoting because it's being blown off course by winds or other 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 things that are are messing up with the point A to point B. And so pivot is something that I want to if you've not already gotten there, it's something that I want to encourage you to accept as part of the journey. Wouldn't it be nice in a vacuum if we could get from point A to point B and have nothing affect us? And so what I'm going to be talking about pivoting today has to do with our journey. What I want first to do is to make you aware of how many times you have pivoted in your life that maybe you haven't seen it quite as a pivot, but to show you that that is exactly what was going on, the pivot. And then 
how it looks and feels now, because perhaps with this business of yours, this has been a pivot, and then finishing with what future pivots will look like. Because if you know that it's going to happen all the time, you can be more aware of when you've been asked to pivot. So what I've done for my particular circumstance, and it's exactly like yours, think about, um, if you think about your life, you can look back and you can think of different quote unquote eras, I guess you could call it. Uh, How about the place where you were born? Maybe it was different from the place that you grew up. Places different than when you went to high school. Places different when you went to college. And you look at your life, the line of your life, and you see, oh, yeah, that happened when I lived there. Or that happened when I lived there. Think of each time you've made a change in your growing up as a pivot. Okay, so I was born in one state. We only lived there for a short amount of time. Pivot, we moved to a different state. I lived there until I was... 12, 11 or 12. And then we made a pivot and we moved all the way down to Florida. And then I lived there until I was 26 or 27. Then we made a pivot to Dallas. However, during that Florida stint, there were all kinds of little pivots, right? There was middle school, high school, college, different steps in college. There was each time I moved in college, there was moving back home after college. So there's many, many, many pivots going on. And how do we feel when we're in the middle of a pivot? It's a life change, right? It's it's something that physically, mentally, emotionally affects us. In fact, I still have dreams that I'm moving to another apartment. Like in college, I think every like every year I move to a different apartment. I don't know why. Maybe I figured one was better than the other. I don't know. Um, it is good that I got out of some of those apartments. But, but uh, everything that goes along with change you know, where am I going? What is it going to look like? How can I be prepared when I get there? Um, the emotional, um, the emotions of letting go of what you've already been doing so you can reach out and grab the next thing. Okay. So you can see that there have been pivots through your whole life, not just having to do with your profession. You maybe even pivoted several times when you were in school. Uh, in college. I mean, I made a pivot. I was going to go do master's work and I pivoted to something else. In each one of those pivots, we had the opportunity to either stay the same, which in cases is great, or follow the lead, answer the call, and be led by grace and accepted by grace to get to the next, next point. Okay, so now you've seen that God's hand has been with you through this whole life journey of pivoting. If you imagine point A, your existence on the earth beginning, and point B, your existence on the earth over, (laughs) there's lots of pivots. Okay, lots of pivots. So we know it's just part of life. Um, Sometimes the pivots are minor, sometimes they're major. But that there are pivots, there will always be pivots. And I want us to look at pivoting as a gift, as a gift in a couple of ways. Number one, to experience something new. Some people really like new a lot. And some people get really comfortable and don't like new at all. The other thing about pivoting is getting really good at listening for God in the pivot. So increasing that relationship, making it less about us and more about him. Now there's a whole nother layer of pivoting. We're going to be talking about now going from where where you were, your step right before you started your online business, 
And perhaps you you went on that path for a long time. Maybe it was a short time, the pivot before, but maybe it was a long time for me. The pivot was, um, the major pivot was about, it was two decades. At points during that pivot, I was certain that I knew there would be no pivot outside of that situation that I was in. It was a, I'm doing this for life thing. Uh, I don't know about you, but at any time that I, I say forever, something happens. And so that's not really one of the words I use anymore. <laughs> but uh, forever is is a long time. And uh, I, as a human, cannot claim anything forever except for the Lord's love for me and my love for him. Okay, so in that time of the pivot, you may have not only experienced things going on with with yourself and in, in letting go of one trapeze swing to get to the other, but we're also surrounded by other people on their own life's journey, other people that may or may not know God, other people that may know God and just be comfortable and not want to follow the next pivot or people that love God and he's not asked them to pivot. The importance of staying in our own lane and listening to one authority will help us here because for the pivot you might be going through right now or the pivot that you might be the next pivot you go through, not everybody will understand your pivot. Not everybody will think you made a good choice. Some feelings might even get hurt, relationships damaged. Despite your focus on not you know, making the, the swing from one thing to another as seamless as possible and you've done nothing wrong, however, there are reactions to your pivot. And through that point of our journey, that's even more important that we keep in front of us the the relationship, the time that we're spending with God every day and reading his word and feeling that peace that surpasses all understanding because we are listening to the thing that really matters. Emotions are funny things and they're fleeting. The more that I learn to sit with an emotion instead of fighting with it or running away from it, the more space is left for him to come in and um, create a non-issue. I think that's the best way to say it. So we know pivots are in our past. We know that we're going through them now really every day. And so the dog says hi. So let me give you a quick example of my pivots from the time that I made the decision to stop doing one thing professionally and move into a whole different realm. What I'm doing now looks very different than what it looked like two years ago when I started this part of the journey. And you know what? It's going to look different going forward. And sometimes as we're moving forward, as you're moving forward in your business, the fear is, well, I want to be in alignment with what God wants. I want to be in great relationship with him. I want to be able to hear. I I don't want to miss it. I don't want to mess it up. I would imagine everybody has that fear. The great news is that a relationship with the Lord isn't if we're a member in good standing or not. (laughs) It's not if we've paid our dues, so we still belong to the club. It is that he loves us unconditionally. Of course, the commandments he wants us to keep, but that he loves us. And so I want you to be encouraged that as you're moving forward with your business, knowing that things will change, you'll start one way, you'll pivot to the next spot, your business will grow, will change, will you might even start something else, not really completely with your business. And although that might seem 
scary or make you feel like you're out of integrity, integrity with what you're doing right now, knowing, remembering that our Lord is the Lord of grace and that the most important thing is that we are learning from him and listening to him and taking action on what we believe he's asked us to do with every good intention, knowing that we are people and that we will fail. We'll fail over and over again. We'll fail often, but that he is a God of grace and that the fear of pivoting, which might keep you in a comfortable spot, is actually the freedom to experience his love and his grace more fully. Because if we pivot and the results that we see here on earth are one way, or if we pivot and the results that we see are another way, we don't want it to go, remembering that his grace is sufficient for us and that we will always be with him and he will always be with us. So what does that do? I think for me anyways, that it puts me in a position, it lightens me up, right? It lightens me up so that I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to get exactly what I feel he's saying. Taking the action, showing up is going to be the most important part. I don't know if you know this song. Um, The church that I grew up in, it was one of the songs they had on a rotating basis. And it's one of my favorite songs ever. And I'll put a link to it in the show notes, but it's called Here I Am. And the idea is that God wants somebody to show up to do his work. And the world holds many people back because the world is too much with us. As I'd, I'd quoted that, uh, it's a, a poem. And so he's just calling, who's going to show up? Who's going to do this for me? And one person in the song basically raises his, his her hand and says, here I am. I've heard you calling. I'm here. I will go if you'll show me. The idea of it is just be willing to pivot and not be afraid of it. Whatever that's going to look like for you. Keep showing up. Keep volunteering for him. Keep it in front of you. Your thing is to constantly be volunteering for when you hear his call. And so that leads me to the next section. We're going to wrap up here in a minute. Um, I was talking about pivoting and really spending some time with where I want the grace-filled and graceful movement to go, go and grow, where I really feel like I'm digging down deeper and deeper and deeper into what this movement is. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be changing the name of the movement, but really that idea of answering the call, raising your hand and saying, here I am, is uh, really weighing heavy and deep on me. I think that this is going to be the next pivot in the Gracefield and Graceful movement. Of course, more details as I'm getting them as they're being confirmed. But the whole idea of pivot this morning, when I heard the podcast, a wonderful lady reached out to me and I followed that that lead. I told her I would listen to her podcast. I got, uh, got the, the message, got the idea from that. And so I'm taking it. I'm raising my hand saying, here I am. Let's take the next step. So in our discussion about pivoting today, I really hope that you see that it's part of life. It's always been there. It'll always be there. Every day we get the opportunity to listen and pivot should that be what we're asked to do and not to be afraid of the pivot, to expect it. It's almost part of your faith to hear it's time to pivot 
and saying, I don't know what that looks like or what it feels like. I've never been down that road, but you are going before me and you are going to clear it. And then repivoting. Perhaps you, I don't even know if you want to call it a mistake. Perhaps the pivot wasn't what we thought. And to get back online to the destination, we'll have to pivot a different way. But I think that's called the journey. And if nothing else, I really hope that this um, this movement is keeping you focused on enjoying the journey. And really, there's no other way to enjoy it than to be walking it with the Lord. All right, let's finish up today's live broadcast with the places that we had people listen to um, from last week. Uh, if, you, if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, be sure that you listen next week so I can shout out your city. We have Dallas, Texas. If you didn't know, that's where I'm from. <laughs> so I have a lot of people that that uh, listen from Dallas. There's also Chicago. Chicago um, is a place that is near and dear to my heart. I love Chicago. I grew up in that area for a while, um, just outside of Chicago. And when I was tiny, tiny, tiny baby in several of the suburbs. So Chicago is truly home when I land in the Midwest Um I always feel I'm back with my people. And then Clarkston, Michigan. I have some some wonderful people that I know in Clarkston, Michigan. Um, and thankful for them and their listening. So here is to a great day, you guys. I'll be here next week. And I'm uh, looking forward to, to connecting again. Have a great day.